Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This podcast is brought to you by www.gardenlines.co.uk a friendly online family company based in Kettering, Northamptonshire, who specialise in selling garden machinery to help you make the most out of your garden and allotment. They've been an online retailer for over 15 years and have a five-star gold trusted service FIFO rating with great customer reviews. Garden Lines would like to let you know about some great tillers, ideal for cultivating your allotment beds at this time of year ready for planting. You might be surprised to know that you can buy a Greenworks cordless battery operated tiller which is lightweight and ideal for refreshing your allotment beds. For those with an electric power supply, the 800 watt handy electric tiller is light, easy to use and a great seller. If you want a bit more oomph, the handy petrol mini tiller has excellent customer reviews and sells very well. Finally, if you want to be really green and sustainable, the Earthway High Wheel Cultivator is a manual tiller. It looks a bit like a penny farthing and you push it along to cultivate, plough and furrow the soil. So you can see your spoil for choice. Find out more at www.gardenlines.co.uk A taste of history with Heritage Carrots. Who needs bling bling when you can have pure carrot gold? This month, Rob Smith dazzles us with his favourite heritage varieties. The history of the humble carrot is shrouded in mystery, with rumours, facts and old wives' tales all mixed into the story, involving kings, rebellions, night vision, war and designer veg. It certainly is a veg worth shouting about. Wild carrots have been around since Roman times, with them mainly being used as an animal feed. Back then, the carrot was a thin, tough, fibrous root, which forked badly and was hard to prepare. In fact, it was almost overlooked as food fit for human consumption and was relegated to animal fodder. Purple Patch It wasn't until the 900s that the carrot started to be developed in Afghanistan, at this time, the roots were mainly purple and spindly, yet very high in anthocyanin, which is reported to help fight cancer. Out of these purple carrots, a mutant yellow root evolved, still thin and tough, but with a more palatable taste to both humans and animals. This root then began to spread west towards Europe. 
finally making it there between the 11th and 14th century and first recorded in the English language in 1530 from the Middle French word carotte. Still yellow and thin, it wasn't until the Dutch began to breed carrots that things began to change for the better. But this is where fact and fiction begin to intertwine. Food fit for animals. Rumour has it that the first orange carrot was bred in the Netherlands in the 17th century. At the time, the Dutch were revolting over their Spanish rulers and the revolution looked set to fail. This was until a Dutch noble known as William the Silent gave his backing to the revolution and the Dutch finally won, meaning independence to the Netherlands. Now, some of you may know William the Silent by another name. He was actually William of Orange. The story then tells of how the Dutch wanted to immortalise William for his help in overthrowing the Spanish and so bred a true orange-rooted carrot in his name. Unfortunately, it looks as if the story was just that, thought up by an overzealous historian with time on his hands and a mind for adventure. That said, parts of the story are true. The Dutch did indeed develop an orange carrot from the thin yellow ones. It did become popular, but not to immortalise William of Orange, but because it was tastier than both yellow and purple carrots. Plus, it didn't stain hands and cookware like purple carrots can. And finally, probably the most damning bit of evidence to debunk the tale, orange carrots were developed in the Netherlands in the 16th, not 17th century. Now we finally have what we class as a garden carrot, a thick, juicy, sweet-tasting orange root. Yet still, the carrot wasn't very popular, as it was still thought of as an animal food. Seeing in the dark. It would actually take an act of war, not once, but twice, to make us realise how much we loved the humble root vegetable. This came in the guise of World War I and World War II, when we had to eat what we could get our hands on during rationing. Alternatively, we could grow what we could, becoming innovative with how we cooked and used the veg we had. This is how the low-class carrot began to gain popularity with the nation and helped us dig for victory. The next step in increasing the popularity of the carrot came from a crafty bit of wartime propaganda. We all know the old wives' tale about eating carrots to see in the dark. Well, this was spread by the British government as the reason why our RAF bombers had suddenly become deadly accurate and could thwart the Germans. At home, people believed this too, with growers increasing the number of carrots they grew. Unfortunately, this was all a clever ploy to distract the Germans away from why our pilots had suddenly become able to see in the dark. It had nothing to do with carrots of any colour and more to do with the invention of a new device to do with radio detection and ranging, commonly known as radar. If you have the space this year, why not give a little up for a row or two of heritage carrots or just grow a few of the shorter varieties in containers? You'll be pleasantly surprised at the results, and each carrot will give you a taste of history. Until next month, good gardening. Belgium White One of the oldest carrots around is a heritage white carrot called Belgium White. 
Originally from the 1600s, this carrot could have been one of those that was developed alongside the orange carrot. It isn't thin and tough like the first white carrots. It's thicker and juicier like the carrots we know today. The root protrudes slightly from the ground, and that exposed flesh turns green, giving it a unique bicolour to the root. It's also more resistant to carrot fly than other varieties. It's listed in Ville Morin's The Vegetable Garden, 1850, which states, There is hardly a farm on which it is not grown to some extent, proving that it's a good variety to still grow today. The only drawback to this variety is that it can't cope with frost, so it must be picked before the weather gets too bad. That said, it's still worth growing to add a bit of difference to your plate. After all, you can't buy white carrots. Available from the Heritage Seed Library. Autumn King Autumn King, 1900, is more of what we would think of as a typical carrot, both in colour and shape. It is a main crop variety with a long 30 centimetre or 12 inch root and a nice orange flesh. This variety has been grown on the allotments near me for years and is still a firm favourite for many people. Available from www.cedaholic.com St Valerie If you are more into showing carrots, St Valerie, 1800s, is the carrot for you. It forms perfectly uniform roots with an excellent colour and sweet flavour. Out of a row, you are bound to get five identical specimens to please any judge at the village show. Another main crop variety, this one can be sown from March and you'll be picking your heritage show winners by early August. Available from Sutton's. Early Nantes Early Nantes, 1867 as the name suggests, is an early maturing variety that can be sown early. Originating in the market gardens of the Nantes district of Paris, it has a more typical shape and colour, yet this variety isn't pointed at the end. It's blunt-nosed, meaning it's round at the end. Benefiting from a lovely flavour and almost no hard internal core. Early Nantes is a favourite for an early, quick crop. Available from www.crocus.co.uk Rouge Sans. A carrot that I haven't grown yet, but I'll be trying this year, is Rouge Sans, S-A-N-G, pre-1887. Being stout and smooth, the skin is a purple, almost violet colour, which goes almost to its yellow-orange core. Reported to grow to differing lengths and widths, this variety isn't one for the show, but one to enjoy growing and enjoy eating. I guess I'm drawn to grow vegetables which are a little different to the norm. Available from www.thomasetti.co.uk Oxheart Oxheart is another old French variety, 1882, sometimes called Guérande, G-U-E-R-A-N-D-E. Also from the Nantes neighbourhood of Paris, this carrot has the shape of its namesake, with the carrot being almost as wide as it is long. What I love about this carrot is the fact that it will grow almost anywhere. Due to its short length, it copes brilliantly with my heavy clay soil without cracking or forking. It also sticks out of the soil a little, meaning it's easier to dig up. 
For a carrot that grows 10 centimetres or 4 inches wide, it has surprisingly few leaves, so can be planted closer together for an increased crop. Available from Dobies of Devon. Other heritage carrots to try. 1. Danvers Half Long, 1886. Plump, sweet roots. Does well on clay soil and stores well. Available from Marshalls. 2. James Scarlet Intermediate, 1870. A good old-fashioned tasting carrot. This used to be the most grown carrot in England at one time. Long pointed roots which grow vigorously. Available from D.T. Brown. 3. Chantenay Red Cord 2, 1920. You'll have probably seen Chantenay carrots in the supermarkets as they know that this carrot is traditionally thought to be the best tasting carrot. Available from Dobies of Devon. 4. Early Scarlet Horn, 1610. Originating in the town of Hoon, Northern Holland. This old variety is short, stump-rooted, well-flavoured and has a crisp texture. Available from D.T. Brown. 5. Spanish Black. Unknown. This very old carrot has a stronger taste than modern-day carrots. The skin is deep purple with a white or yellow centre. Containing high levels of anthocyanin, the colour can rub off on your hands like when you peel beetroot. Extremely rare. Available from www.magicgardenseeds.co.uk What is the Heritage Seed Library? The Heritage Seed Library, HSL, is a charitable initiative run by Garden Organic. Rare heritage varieties are saved and shared with members of Garden Organic and the Heritage Seed Library, who receive a catalogue of seeds every December. Each year, a different selection of varieties are chosen from the total collection of 800, and members are able to choose up to six to receive for free. For more information, visit www.gardenorganic.org.uk forward slash HSL. Kitchen Garden magazine offers down-to-earth advice to make sure you get the tastiest produce from your plot. Packed with hints and tips on growing your own fruit and veg, it's perfect for beginners and experts alike. We have a very special subscription offer for our podcast listeners. Get the printed magazine and free seeds delivered to your door, an interactive digital version for tablets and smartphones, access to a 10-year back issue archive and exclusive content on the KG Subs Club website. And all this can be yours for just £4.99 a month. An absolute bargain. Go to www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash KG264 for all the details.